We're rolling. While we're rolling, let's slap that baby, that number on the baby. What is it? Baby number? What is it? What's the, what number is it? We're, we're, what number are we doing? Because we got 235, two or we could do 236. So we're just picking random numbers? Well, 411. Anyway, so uh, whatever number you want to say, I'd say it's Slappercast episode 666. We're, we're on the road. We're going to a little place called uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, to our favorite tavern, the Hibernia Irish Tavern. Uh, owned by one Jerry uh, Jerry Ward from Dundalk or Drogheda or Dublin or uh, Donegal or Dundrum or any I just can't remember where he's from but uh, we're it's, it's very early in the morning as you can see it's 11.02 a.m. Uh, temperature 95 this is uh, this is the, the three seconds before it hits 2,000 degrees we've had uh, two and a half months now of three triple digit weather here no rain yeah so we're so little rock not that it means anything to you because it's all done now but little rock as friday saturday is kansas in heston with our friends the sassanax and who you'll see on this show at uh, john and matt werner you've seen their trucks all over america the werner trucks These guys all they do is sit at home count their money and watch their big tvs so uh yeah, and their and their their music's really good, but we we're we're just hanging out with them because they're loaded, <laughs> loaded. Werner, ladies and gentlemen, Slavercast faithful. This right here, we've got the the identical twin brothers of the uh, the yeah, I know. It's your identical <laughs> twins, except when he was born a couple of years early. And um, exactly, yeah, that's uh, so 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 so. Which one is which? We <laughs> show off. <laughs> You got to see my back. <laughs> That's where I keep all mine. So we, so That's we got Matt, Matt, Matt and Matt. John, Matt and John Werner of the world, world famous uh, Sassanax out of Heston, Kansas. Right? Is the Correct. band out of Heston? Primarily, there's most of the members out of Heston. A uh, couple towns, eight miles away. Uh, Phil, a player, and then John lives a little bit away. So excellent. When did you form? Go ahead. You want to go ahead. I, I was going to say, Matt and I have been playing together since high school, and uh, we had little bands and stuff, and then we kind of stopped for a while there and didn't do anything, you know, and, and kept saying, we need to get together, we need to do something, we need to do something. And then Saint, you know, he, he built this house, and it's pretty new, and he um, put the pub down in the basement, and he would have these blowout St. Patty's Day's parties. And he said, we should we should play for that. Let's learn some Irish stuff and everything. And we both kind of like the Irish music prior and everything. And so we did a few shows with sometimes with three of us, sometimes with four or whatever. And they were horrible. I have no idea why people stayed and listened. <laughs> but, and then we just kind of said, we, we could keep going from there. Yeah. <laughs> people are very, very desperate. Yeah. Just- <laughs> You're, well, you're you're extremely humble, both of you, and so I'm I'm going to re- rewind back to uh, when we met you first. We met you. Um, we actually met John first in uh, in Western Missouri at, at O'Malley's. Correct. And uh, I, I love yes. that story. And and if if you would if you would tell that story, uh, I, I I don't want to miss a thing. Like my friend Bette Midler says. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not Irish at all, but my wife is Irish, and so she loves to do Irish festivals and things like that. And we'd heard about the Western Irish festival and we'd say, Oh, we're going to go. We're going to go. And we'd never go. And we'd miss it every year. So finally one year I'm like, let's, and I'd actually discovered you guys on Spotify. And I was like, this band's going to be in Weston. So we need to get up there and go see him. 
so of course we we didn't know anything about it. So we we planned to go that night, the night when the when the festival started. And it was like there's no rooms, there's no nothing. Heck, the Leavenworth and every and Kansas City's all sold out and everything. It's like we had no place to stay. And so I was like, well, let's just throw the the camping stuff in the car and we'll find a place to camp and stay. And we drove up there and there was no campgrounds. <laughs> so we literally slept in our car and we we got to see you guys and that was the first time. And I I remember I made a point to come up and tell you, hey, we slept in our cars to come see you. And that was honestly kind of the, the, the nice thing about you is you always remember that every time we come back and see you again. Sometimes it would be a year before we'd see you again, but you'd always remember yeah. that was, whole thing. It was probably the smell. <laughs> you probably remember my smell. And <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I, I started. Yeah, when you get that close, you know, when, when, you, uh, when you're wearing a kilt and, and – and, <laughs> And and you hug as tight as you do. We'll uh, we'll we'll bleep I that. Know. Bleep that for the game. <laughs> no, it was it was. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, it really was. It was. Uh, it, as long as you don't talk talk about yeah. the kissing or anything like that. We're okay. No, 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 no. Hey, no. This is a yeah. This is a man. <laughs> it's a man show. There's no sleeves. There's no sleeves. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So so it was it, it it was really fun, and and you you were extremely gracious and. Weston is just as as you know. You, if if you've been, you love it, and if you haven't been, you 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 want to love it. It's it's such a great little town, and obviously very very small. Everybody knows everybody, and the the, the festival was such a such a high point of our of our you know of our touring year. Then you know fast forward a, little, a, a small while, and we got to uh, just the last time we were up there in uh, at Barleycorns in uh, Wichita. We got to play with you, and we got to see your band for the first time. And there's uh, 38, sometimes 39 people in the ba- in the band, and uh, they, they all sit Correct. on their shoulders and you know under under kilts, and you know it's a uh, it's you know yeah. there's there's growths, you know there's uh, like people people come out, you know yeah. it no, it truly is it's a lot of people. But one thing that we love is, uh, and we talked about it many times on Slappercast, we. Uh, we love it when there's when it's a big band and it sounds like a big band, meaning it's not just noise versus, you know, like the, the and again, the, you know, just some of these bands, there's 10 people on the stage and they're all just playing the same thing. And it's if you just cut it down, it's a nightmare for the sound guy. It's a nightmare to listen to if you're sober and if you're, you know, you're trying to listen to music. It just gets to, you, you guys don't have that. You, you, you really have, everybody has their place and the songs breathe you know the songs have, have room so we really enjoyed that and again sorry chad i'm i'm uh again please kids don't do drugs you know I, i'm so high right now <laughs> the caffeine the caffeine is just knocking my as you it's uh, actually knocks on my hair out it's actually gone so uh <laughs> but uh so, so so tell us who does what in the band introduce the band for you so, so we'll start with matt matt you, you play banjo and sing yeah normally the man the banjo is muted <laughs> So that's probably why it doesn't sound like a lot of instruments. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I picked up the banjo when we started this band and, and went from five string to four strings. I thought it'd be easier. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, singing uh, lead, lead vocals, banjo. John uh, does some lead vocals as well. Yep. I do lead vocals, mandolin, play electric guitar, uh, tin whistle, harmonica. And uh, true story, my my cousin was watching us play one time, and he said to my uh, my wife, he said, "Man, John plays a lot of instruments." And my wife, God love her, said, "Yeah, but none of them real good." So, <laughs> well, so yeah. one of the 
one of the band members that you have never met. Well, you've <laughs> maybe met her. Yeah, never yes. met, but never saw her play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is my daughter, and she picked up the accordion when she was probably 10. Yeah. And just watched YouTube, and, and then we did have some lessons from some uh, uh, gal online. She was down in Houston and uh, kind of helped her get the foundation right. And uh, she's just taken off, and she's played with this. Unfortunately, I've drug her to all the bars for the last <laughs> – since she was in junior high. Father of the year, 10 uh, years running. She's seen a lot, but uh, <laughs> she loves it now. And uh, she's about ready to go to university. But uh, hopefully we can keep her going because uh, she's really adds a lot to the band. Everybody everybody says it. Do you have other guys in the band? you want us to name them? or Yeah, please. Just uh, let's yeah, go so, through. Yeah, Joey, jo- Joey yeah. Meninga is uh, the violin player. Yeah, he also happens to be my boss, which kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, he didn't tell me that. He's the principal at my school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought he was the uh, boy. We've got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Rich Wingfield is our bass player, uh, straight out of LeCompton, <laughs> Kansas. LeCompton, Kansas. It's pronounced LeCompton, if you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else we got? We got John John Ewart. John Ewart was actually our first drummer from high school. And can, can uh, you say the name. What? Oh, the name? Well, no, not the first name. I can say the second name. Scre- Screaming Idiots is what we were in high school. <laughs> the Screaming Idiots. Uh, John was our, our uh, drummer then, and uh, he moved to Heston as well. I saw him at a high school football game because uh, I think when, maybe his daughter was cheering and my son was playing, and I said, hey, you're, you're still drumming? And he sounded like he'd like to get back into it, so he joined back up with us. Um, wow. Ch- uh, Clint, Clint Stoppel um, plays uh, acoustic, you know, rhythm guitar and uh, electric guitar. And he's the local AD athletic director. So uh, there's all the ties to education in the, in the group. Um, Summer's off. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who did I miss? Is that everybody? That's everybody, yeah. 30, yeah, 32. So not, not as many as 32. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I just, I <laughs> just did the math. Um, wow! Yeah, so, I, lost, I lost count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it it's, it's phenomenal. I, again, it was just you know, um, and everybody everybody sings or no? Well, we we have a microphone in front of everybody. <laughs> okay. okay, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, some some sing better than others. You know how it works. Yeah. Some are and, a little and, louder in the mix. Some a little lower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they they, they try that they try that crap on me all the time. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's it. I mean, it's good to know. But so so uh, is is there a rehearsal? Do the Sassanacs get together and do a? Uh, uh, is it a weekly rehearsal or is it just kind of show up and hope everybody learned the same song? Or it sounds like that. <laughs> but we do we do try to practice. Uh, we get together once a week. Uh, our schedules. I travel quite a bit, so we yeah we work around it and. Yeah. Uh, this time of year, we're playing gigs almost every weekend, so that helps. But we we try to try to keep it going and keep learning new songs and, and having fun. You know. Yeah, it 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 shows too. There's a great lightheartedness. Chad and I, um, Chad, you chime in here too. Um, I th- there's such a great camaraderie. You know, playing the Western Irish Festival too. Just in a little time, there, some of these bands come in and you haven't seen them for a year. But you can kind of see that you're wearing on the nerves of the, you know, you can see that the, 
such and such is not getting along with it. And actually, and again, nobody asked and nor should anybody ask, but we have a song that uh, we wrote about Weston. We, we, We did a festival up there one year. It was the last day. And as you know, Weston is much the same as Houston, not really in size or, <laughs> but uh, um, no, no. pollution or whatnot. But um, no, we we but we we have some fine restaurants. But uh, we're very similar weather-wise in that you can seriously put your beer down as Matt just did and turn around and the, and and the weather's changed. It's dropped twenty degrees and it's sleet and snow. Whereas a minute ago it was seventy and sunshine. I mean, just crazy. Anyway, that's what happened. Saturday, beautiful. Sunday, not so much. And we wrote a song, Rain or Shine. And uh, it was just, But just speaking of that, that reminded me of that song because uh, it was watching, the, watching those egos and watching those, those bands that, that believe that they're, you know, yes, there is definitely a pecking order because that's how it is on the schedule. And that's how, you know, you're not going to put the local guys in there that go in there for no cover charge and play all over town. You're not going to put them in, you know, ending the show because you're, everybody's gone. So anyway, it's funny to watch it now. You guys are not that. You guys are, it's very fun loving and, and Mike's in front of everybody. And if there's a quip or if there's a, an observation made, it's, it, so it's very spontaneous. I like that, you know, and, 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 and you guys really, do, you, you, I say you're really humble. Chad, back me up here because uh, we're outnumbered here by assassinites. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, outweighed, outweighed, not outnumbered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I've got I've, I've, pound. I've, I've got two shirts on, so it's close. No, I was going to say Matt and I. Matt and I are are we have other brothers and we have a sister, but him and I were kind of the closest at age, and so we grew up kind of together. And we lived out on a in a uh, in the country, kind of on a farm. But there's always a lot of work to do. We raised horses and stuff like that, and we kind of learned early on that if we kept a sense of humor going and, and could keep each other laughing. We could do about anything and enjoy doing anything. And that's just kind of carried over. And it is kind of a blessing that we can be this together this long and this much, and we can still kind of make each other, you know, after a night out of drinking or something, come home and our faces hurt from laughing. So mm-hmm. and then the next day wonder what the hell did we say? It was so funny. And it really wasn't that funny, but we had a good old time. You know? For the record, I did win. I think I won the last fist fight. He did. <laughs> He did. I had oh. Jello for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Growing well, up, did y'all get along pretty well? Yeah, we got along great, really. To be yeah. honest, I mean, we had our we were brothers. I mean, that's just the way right. it is. But yeah, this was over a game of horseshoes. <laughs> right. so, so it's not like the uh, the famous like like So it's not like the Davies brothers and the Kinks, you know? No, or, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not throwing a guitar at him or anything. Yeah. Yet. Or the the Doppler brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Oasis guys. One thing, too, is I, I, we played uh, the, the State Fair one year, and it was a very short set. And, uh, we, and we were like, okay, we can't, we can't joke. We can't do anything. We just got to get through our songs. Yeah. And it was funny because when we were done, everybody was like, that sucked. You know, even yeah. my wife was like, you guys were off. And, yeah. and it, we realized, you know, it it has become kind of a part of the show, a little bit of us just kind of talking and everything and, and having fun and stuff like that. And so honestly, we, sometimes we even have a bad night and it's like, okay, we're going to try something. We're going to get something going here or whatever and get, get some people laughing and get, get, you know, we tell a joke and then all you hear is crickets and we're like, Oh crap. <laughs> you know, here we go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we usually try to integrate that into the shows as much as possible. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's just, cats 
oh. my cat showed up. Right. Hey. <laughs> oh, so you looks like you're Marley. still riding horses. That's it. <laughs> I knew I knew she was going to walk right across the keyboard yeah, yeah, yeah. and shut this whole podcast down. That's what yeah. she does. Well, I, so 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 tell me this, uh, Spontaneity Brothers. Uh, if, if you guys had a podcast, a weekly podcast, what would you call it? Sassacast. Very good. Very good. That is exactly what I was thinking. Yes, I was going to say Sassacast. But yes, Sassacast. Very good. There you go. Very good. I right, put you go on ahead. the spot one more time. You both are going to get one song to kill. Any song. Any song that you just hate. <laughs> the first song that comes to mind, what is it, Matt? I'll start with you since you have the, puss, uh, the, the, the horse. And I'm sorry if you've killed it. I think Does you may have, but it's... It's the Mick Jagger, David Bowie dancing in the street. Yes, no, <laughs> yes I love these killed. guys. <laughs> love these guys. I think I, I think Patrick killed that twice, actually. <laughs> That's all right. That's great. Can't That's kill great. it too much. You guys are scoring yeah. off the charts. Okay, John, you're going to kill something. <laughs> I'm going to kill any song by Mumford and Sons. Oh, my Ooh, God. Wow. And I, I will tell you why, though. There's a reason why. <laughs> it's, anytime they see, like, the banjo in our band, and the, and everybody's like, oh, you guys do Mumford and Sons. And they always ask us, can you play oh. Mumford and Sons? And we don't know any of them, and I don't really love them. So. That's great, man. Listen, I, it just as of this moment, Chad and I want a hand slapper cast to you. You guys own it. You guys own it. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I do kind of feel like I look like Dr. Evil. <laughs> Pulling the cat here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Got the hair yeah. for it. Yes. Do either of you do? Do anybody have a favorite song that you do? Do you have a like a favorite song that you that you uh, that you guys have written or you've covered? Yeah, I tell you, I really like the night Pat Murphy died. That's good. Yeah, I love doing that, and I'm, I'm I love it when Pat Murphy dies in a stranglehold. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a lot. Yeah. Of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our our song "Man Down" is probably our favorite uh, as far as what we do. We've we, but been the main one. Yeah, yeah. I joined in cycles. Like sometimes I love this song, and other times <laughs> I love this other song, or sometimes I love this other song. You kind of yeah. go around, but um, I, I kind of like I like I definitely "Man Down" has been a lot of fun. Uh, just getting it to kind of come together, and it sounds better. And I kind of. I thought we get out and record this right away, but you know, I'm kind of glad we didn't because as we play it live, it kind of changes and evolves and gets better and everything like that. But I, obviously I love, I, you know, you called it a show off song a little bit. I think last time we talked about, it, but I do love doing the stranglehold ending on, on uh, Patty Murphy. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. It kind of catches people by surprise, but honestly, those are tricks that we learned from you. Right. Uh, it's kind of like um, take a familiar song, mix it with an Irish song that maybe people don't know very well. And it just it orientates them, kind of brings them into that music. And it's so funny because a lot of times they, they don't know any Irish music before they see us, but they'll still say that was awesome. We enjoyed it and things like that. And yeah. I didn't, we you didn't hear it. We'll have to play it the next time. Uh, next next. or uh, Sorry. Saturday. When we play again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Meg will be there. She plays accordion, so we do uh, "Sentimental Johnny" from Flog and Molly, which is kind of a B-side for them. You never hear them do it. Flog and Molly never does it live, <laughs> and that is so cool. It's such a cool accordion song. So that's that rivals the other one. Uh, yeah. Murphy. Is there a song that the band that there's a collective? Yeah. When you when you guys do, do you know of a? Uh, I'm curious because we we go. You know, this is 18 years of us. Sitting in a sitting in a 
fucking van going, you know, hey, you know, yeah, was that good? You know, I, I like that one. No, I didn't like that. Or that, yeah, I like that, you know. But is there a collective? Yes. Um, I would, don't you think, Donald? Yeah. <laughs> Probably Donald wears your trousers. Yeah. And uh, what we've kind of done with it, we threw in the swallowtail jig and then went right. back into, you know. It, we do it kind of in the style of, I think it was Inter the Haggis. Yeah. Right. But we kind of. They didn't have a guitar solo in there, so we had to get a guitar solo in there. So we wrote that in there and everything and kind of had some fun with it and stuff. Cool. But yeah. I had man. found a, a, an old, old recording of, of that song, and it was like, I was like, we got to do this song. <laughs> I'm talking about like one of the traditional. It was like a little kid singing it. I'm like, we got to do this song. This song is awesome. Well, yeah, you're a teacher. You like torture. And one of our favorites that you guys did was the, the Gorgor Bardello uh start wearing purple yeah i mean uh yeah we've heard- it's funny we we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have done that uh but we got a, we got these people that are playing this drinking game that every time we say purple they take a drink and among those are my children but um <laughs> it's it's kind of funny uh meg meg our, our accordion player kind of makes that song really good and everything so we're like well let's not do it this time because she wasn't there but it, it kind of had to happen so we made it happen yeah, yeah that was that was so cool how did how did y'all find out about Gogo Bordello? Uh, he's he's he kind of was a big fan for I was, and then and then I started listening to it. You've seen him live, even haven't you? Yeah, um, it was cool. We went on uh, uh, Fog and Molly cruise, and they were on the boat. Real McKenzie's Tossers. It was such a cool, wow, awesome. But yeah, they were there. I think we watched them uh, in Kansas City. Uh, I don't know how we stumbled across. I think just. You know, just listen to Spotify and listen to that kind of gypsy punk. Um, yeah. Kind of turn me on to, you know, you get some of the dreadnoughts, you get, oh, even uh, legendary Shack Shakers started to get into a little of that. I had a new one of those guys in that band uh, through business, actually. But uh, no, I just kind of go into that rabbit hole. And then when when Meg plays the accordion, it's like, oh, yeah, we could probably pull that off. You know? Yeah. I think I came to practice one day. I said, if, if we play this song, this will be our new favorite song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, bingo. Yeah, you, you're not wrong. Right. Uh, so, so, uh, so, Matt, how many kids do you have? Two. My son, oh. Max, is at uh, Kansas State University. He's Go Cats. A, he's, a, he's a freshman up there. Yeah. And then my daughter in the band is right. going to be a senior in high school. So, Wow. And, and, uh, and Grandpa John, John just became a grandpa last, last time we were up there. So, uh, First, first yeah. grandson, and you named him Patrick Blagard. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like those the Patrick Blagard, Devlin yes. uh, Werner. I like that. I like that. Doesn't matter what they named him. Matters what I named him, right? That's right. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have him over more than they will. So, <laughs> uh, how many yeah, exactly. how many kids do you and Colleen have? We have uh, four daughters. All four daughters. Um, uh, all of them are adults. My youngest is uh, 21. I'm kind of wow. empty nesting a little bit. Kind of fun. Yeah. Wow, and, and and wrestling. There was some, there was a wrestling connection there, right? Uh, I've coached wrestling for my school for seventeen years, and prior to that, I I coached the club wrestling for since I was eight, nineteen years old, or whatever. So I, I, it's very much a part of my 
my blood and everything. And it's funny because they're like, oh, I bet you wish you had a boy. I was like, no, I'm, the girls wrestled too. It's okay. Yeah, oh, I know. Blast, I know. So. Summer even wrestled in college. So, yeah, it went yeah. that far. Excellent. She was wow, nationally yeah. ranked for a while and stuff. So we've had a blast wow. with it. It's been a big part of our lives. It was funny. It was one of the connections I made with Mike, your old drummer, yeah. Mike McClune. McClune, yeah. Because he was a wrestler too. And, it, and it's yeah. we can spot each other across the room. We're like, okay, oh. that guy wrestled. Sometimes it has to do with our ears and how they're folded up yeah. and things like that. But, but uh, yeah, we can always say, oh, I got wrestled. I know him. It's, a, it's the way we carry ourselves. He's kind of a soft-spoken, quiet guy and everything like that. I, you can just kind of tell a lot of times. Yeah, we've seen, and it actually it actually it makes an appearance in another lyric of mine uh, on Blackmatic, but we've seen Mike throw a guy down an alley. It looked like, it looked like a torpedo. <laughs> the guy looked like a torpedo. He had, he had so we had parked in the, <laughs> We had parked in the alley behind the club that we were playing and loading our gear out. And the rule is always, and kids, if you're listening and you're in a band, even if you're not in a band, the rule is always one by the van, two, you know, two load, you know, three load out, one by the van. They, they, they stack, right? They, they load the gear. Well, Mike had turned his back for a second and somebody had jumped in to the front seat and was rummaging around. And, uh, that was my old van. We called her Vangina. Uh, uh, <laughs> She was a little beat up on the outside, but the interior was immaculate. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, she, uh, I need a drink. I wish I was out at a bar in Heston. Anyway, so uh, he, he hears he hears the rummaging in the front, and he goes, I don't know how this happened. Mike is not a tall man. Mike is not an aggressive man. Mike is not a, uh, you know, he, Mike, Mike, he just doesn't look for, you know, and he doesn't look like he's looking for, but we – because we heard that story after we saw the the human torpedo slide down the, <laughs> it looked like a cartoon, <laughs> like a bobsleigh that was yeah. a bobsleigh victim. You know, he just threw and he slid that guy down the alleyway, and it wasn't wet, and it wasn't cold, and it wasn't snowy, and it wasn't you know, it wasn't gravel. <laughs> he slid that guy on concrete, and that guy, you know. Anyway, so the the, the wrestling thing always, and that story is just, it, it, I mean, every, every bit of it's true. Mike. Hopefully we'll get him on here to someday to to tell the beginning of the story. But we saw Chad, you remember that, right? Oh yeah, that's on. He tells that story in one of the times we had him on the show. I I wish I hadn't. I didn't actually witness that myself because we were. It was we were this thing where we were going back and forth, loading gear. Mike, I think, was the one who was actually putting the gear in the van, and yeah. uh, our our so called fiddle player at the time, I think, wasn't even helping at all and was just sitting in oh, the back seat of the van. <laughs> What so, a shot. so you were you right that happened that happened right as you were walking up and i was uh, yeah. at the stage getting more gear so by the time i got back it had already happened i was like what, <laughs> what? Yeah. damn it the way mike summed it up was like y'all are telling jokes about it afterwards and and mike joked like that's gl seat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that said i got a question for you guys come on lay it on Can I do yes. that yeah right. you guys are yeah so obviously you've been play all over for how many years what is your what is your least favorite place not necessarily to play but maybe an area that you dread going into i think i know that answer but uh and what is your favorite (laughs) (laughs) and your favorite (laughs) well i've said it so many times it's it's like getting old now but but we had a really unpleasant experience in yonkers new york um the second and that, i'm not going to get into that story it was just that crowd you you might as well have been a ghost if you had if you're playing music they just did not care one whit about 
the human beings would they would they would dance around to the music but they would just pretend like we weren't there it was like a jukebox was playing or something no applause you know no eye contact (laughs) (laughs) it was really weird it was like a twilight zone episode it was a strange thing and we found out from the guy who 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 got us that show said oh yeah that's just how yonkers is (laughs) we're like well screw yonkers (laughs) i guess we're not going back there the other one would be uh oklahoma city we had a similarly bad experience there but for different reasons but that was just i think maybe just luck of the draw i don't know that's what you always hear patrick slagging oklahoma (laughs) every has the chance that's one of the reasons why yeah favorite is by far um I, is, I would put it to, for me, it's a tie. God, I don't know. It's a tie between O'Malley's obviously Weston. Weston is, is really, really high up there for favorites. And I think right alongside of that would be Hibernia, Irish, Irish Tavern in Little Rock and O'Bannon's Tap House in O'Bannon. And in Hibernia? Oh, yeah. 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 So, so I haven't yeah, played I, there, but I, I just went and watched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. But, but it, it's one of those places that if you are a band and you're, you know, you work your soul. You have to stop and see Jerry at the Hibernia. It's a phenomenal venue. He's more than fair. The curry and chips are out of this world. Um, that's enough to go there usually. But the crowd are just that we we fall in love with each and every one of them. There's 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 no question. So I I've, I've got obviously similar stories to uh, to Mister Whiskers there. Uh, mine uh, mine are for different reasons. You know mine are mine are first first and foremost would be O'Bannon's and Molly's and. You know places that we've that we've always played, and and places that with without they uh, okay. So let me let, as I'm long winded on everything. Let me just go long windeder. Turbo, uh, our drummer, has just landed a, a, a an endorsement deal with SJC Drums, and what he's doing on there is he's putting Blackguard's story, the life story of Blackguard's. He's putting that in on the kit in pictures and in sayings and all kinds of stuff, and it's just a it's a phenomenal. All his idea. And he's, I, I, I'd love to give away some of the stuff, but I, I want him to be able to to go through the kit and talk about it, blah, blah, blah. So um, there, there's just some tremendous ideas that he's put on there. But that got me thinking because he's asking us, you know, where was the first gig, the first players on, on the first record and blah, blah, blah. So we went through. So there's so many people and so many venues. And you guys you guys know this from from day one. You you, you can always figure out, you know, Justin at, at Barleycorns or um, – you know, Michael Coakley, at, yeah. at, you know, depending on who you who you're talking to, if that person sees what you have and they give you a chance, even even if you're rough around the edges or even if you don't have the material or and then they just let you go with it. What we learned early on was if you're out of material, it's not necessarily good to repeat the stuff unless you have to. <laughs> You know, unless you have to, you know, in front of the, 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 you have to do it in front of a live audience. You know, you're doing it for the band. That's different versus the, oh, oh, you want to hear Wagon Wheel again? Oh, yeah, let us give that one another shot. That's the Mumford and Sons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you got so that. O'Bannon's is a, is we almost drove down there last year and we will end up there someday. Yeah. Because it looks, so cool. I got um, some friends in the area. I've, I've sent them your way. I don't know if they've showed up, but I'm going to end up down there someday. That's that's like a kind of a bucket list. Yeah. Well, the, I'll come down and sleep in my car. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can <laughs> see, you can sleep in my car. You're gonna, but um, no, we have. <laughs> yeah, 
We have a never we, <laughs> we, right down the road in Bryan, the town of Bryan, which is just outside College Station or College Station, just outside Bryan. But uh, Chris, the owner, he owns Blackwater Draw Brewing Company, which is uh, it's just it's a, just a hidden gem of Bryan. It's just it, and it's a uh, they do really well. It, Chad loves their beer. I'm not old enough to drink, as you know, so uh, uh, I don't mm-hmm. partake. But they, they're they're just a just the best crew, and he and he he uh, oh, right over my shoulder. O'Bannon's is uh, uh, Chris Steele. He's one of these guys that the uh, I, I joke that he's the Bill Cosby of of uh, actually that wouldn't really make sense now that I think about it. You know, uh, he's just it's because uh, he never says no. So I guess I would be Bill Cosby. So that's not really good. But he he's just he, he's just one of these guys that his business his 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 business is. Uh, and, and again, like uh, um, Eamon and Mike Daly, Eamon Finnerty and Mike Daly from from um, all the Molly's pubs here in Houston, they just vet their their people. You know, the, their staff are floor to ceiling, to, you know, side to side. They're just the best mm-hmm. crew. And the wankers don't get to stay. You know, all, all the, you know, it's not that they're fired. They, they, they just, they just kind of, there's just a way to just exit them, you know. Uh, and it's and it's a thing of beauty, and the, and O'Bannon's is different in that Chris gets great people in, but they're all transient because they're all students. So by the time they graduate, they're gone, and the next crew is in. But I don't know how he does it. He seems to get great bartenders, happy, good looking, good looking. <laughs> um, just you know, top of the line people. He doesn't charge a cover charge, and he pays well. He's just. I, I wish I could. I wish there was one thing I could bitch about. There's nothing. So, and as far as places that I don't like to go, it's always been Dallas. It's always been Oklahoma. It's always been, um, it's a just monotonous, ugly drive to get there. And then once you get there, it's just worse. You know what I mean? It's just, just nothing to see. Kansas scenery, way better. I know. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. yeah. But you guys have destinations. That's what they don't have. They've got just miles of dirt, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, I, I just want to say that's pretty awesome about uh, Kevin getting his endorsement and everything. But we also have endorsements. Yeah, I've been endorsed by Weight Watchers. Ah. Uh, Rogaine. Rogaine. <laughs> We're waiting for our free merch any any minute. I should get my meal replacement plans anytime now. And yeah. We're hoping to get some hair on that head. So. Well, Paula Dean has uh, endorsed me, but it, it's it. It's all it's all below the camera. So. We'll do that in another show. We'll do that on the, on the treadmill, the treadmill edition. Patreon supporters only. Yes, right. yes. Have you ever played in Heston? Yes, we played at this venue. Oh, at this venue? Yeah. How long ago? Two years. A couple years ago. A couple yeah. years ago. Two years. Yeah. With Buckley. Oh, cool. Yeah. Buckley. This is a great little spot too. We'll have a if if you care to check out blackers.com, you should check out this venue because they have uh, such. It, it, it's it's uh, in this beautiful setting. It's a, it's a barn essentially. It's a refurbished barn, and uh, it's yeah, it's just stunning inside and out. So, uh, and uh, it's, the the weather is supposed to be really nice. So it's going to be uh, it, it's going to be an outdoor outdoor thing. And we've already played with the Sasanacs before. I don't know if you've seen seen the episode, but we uh, we we played with them in uh, Wichita, Kansas, just down the road about. I think it's about forty minutes outside, at which always Heston is, and then uh, yeah. So so this I mean there are a bunch of firsts, and then we're actually on our way up to Montana to play the Bitterroot Celtic 
games and festival. Uh, uh, we were just we were looking at the weather before we uh, before we left, and uh, right right as we get there, we had, we had to get a nice little uh, got a little cold front. So it's going to be ninety eight degrees. Okay. So we're really looking forward to. Uh, it is right. It's going to be like nineties during the day and like sixties during the night. Eighties, eighties during the day. Eighties, yeah. Eighties, yeah, yeah. It's at eighty eighty one. Yeah. I was like, what's that? Uh, Winter? I know. <laughs> that, that temperature drop is so dramatic. It's crazy. Yeah, that was cool. Last Coming time from we were night, there. Day to night. Yeah, it yeah. Was, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Well, I can't. I want to. <laughs> I want to see all these, all these fine folks. Um, so, so that's it. The, the, listening to music the other day, and I was, I was uh, watching a. Uh, I, I saw a video, or I went and checked out a video after I saw the. Did it? When I say a band that concentrates more on image than music, who's the first per, who's the first per band you think of? Image more than music. Yes. Uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith, that's a good one. Body Crew. That was my first thought. My first thought. Body Crew. Oh, yeah. And that yeah, was my, yeah, that yeah, was my as well. Guys. They don't. And there's some, there's some, there's some, cut, rat, there's some conflict right now uh, between the guitar player in Body Crew. The, you know, there's, again, I, I see this stuff because they kind of throw it at you. Go, oh, you, oh, you like heavy music? Oh, that's not heavy music. That's heavy nursery rhyme, or that's 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 uh, you know that's a little bit louder nursery rhyme than you're used to. You know, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Shout at the devil. Same thing. Same thing. So uh, that you know, so they're having some conflict with the guitar player. Then there was also rumor that they were going to get rid of their singer for the next tour. And remember, these guys hundred years ago did their final tour, their farewell tour. Oh, so, so anytime a band does that, when you when you have to trick trick people to come see you, you know, I say hang it up, hang it up. But um, yes, Chad, <laughs> I, I have to I have to give you Aerosmith as well. I just I, I I'm embarrassed to say I saw Aerosmith back when I lived in Florida, and I'm not. I, it, it, it's not right to slag anybody's abilities or they dress up. They, I mean, I just no, don't. No, I mean, they're not like Kiss or anything, but they, you know, it, it, it's, it's all posy. Stephen Tyler, Stephen Tyler looks, looks looks like mothballs covered in all your grandmother's scars. I mean, he's just he's ridiculous. And really, yeah, I just don't. I mean, I've seen him, but I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, he's got all the scarves and shit hanging from him. And I just yeah, uh, I don't so, know. He's not so, he's not anywhere near as posery as as the, as the the hair bands we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just don't. <laughs> I, th- I think they were, they had two good songs in the seventies, and then they just kept after that they just kept rewriting the same ballad for <laughs> for thirty years. Yeah, uh, but I just can't stand. So, so back to the concert. I before yes, I forget. Yeah. So Joey Kramer on drums. I was just, I, I was, I was, I was watching him. I was going, man, how is that guy still moving? They don't have, they don't. He's not on drums anymore. And again, I'm not slagging his thing. It was just, it was just painful to watch. Um, another drummer that drummers, most drummers, I believe, love. I don't have any time for is Charlie Watts. I know he's dead, and, and I'm not saying bad about it, but I just used to bug me when he'd do that. He would, there wasn't, he would play straight through on the hat, and it would drive me up the wall. So it's, and then just effortless, and you know, that's okay. Ringo, any day, 
Watts never. So, um, but back to Aerosmith. We're doing the. We're we're at the show, and it's just you, you just couldn't decipher this. Uh, the, the album at the time was Pump, and they had a couple of big hits off that, and the stadium was packed. But I couldn't tell you what the '70s songs were, what the '90s songs were, what the uh, '80s songs, late '80s. But awful, awful. So. That's 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 a good one. Um, uh, yeah, so, so uh, and the, the reason why I was thinking about that too is because I've been inundated with these con- conflict rumors from you know these bands that are having another guy. What we talked about last week was uh, Skid Row. They were that the, their old singer, I guess, was canceling tours. And people are like, "Hang it up!" I guess he can't sing anymore. So uh, yeah, if just you know, if, if you are a musician. And you do you you you, you if you let's rephrase if you're a touring musician, you kind of figure out quickly how to preserve what you have. David Lee Roth, great example. Most he, I use him for most examples. David Lee Roth is a uh, is uh, one of the best, if not the best, frontman in my opinion in rock and roll, hands down. But he took care of himself. His voice not so much Drank and smoked his whole life And now you can hear You can hear every pack of cigarettes When he talks So it's kind of a then, uh, so, um, How old is he now? So 70, 70 Early 70s? He's gotta be Because uh, Let's yeah. see I'm 21 I don't want to say to Anybody that Anybody on, on uh, social media That uh, uh, I just overwhelmed I, I, I had a birthday And I just want to say thank you a very very special thank you to everybody that posted on there and wished me happy birthday. Which it really it was a it was a uh, I do I do not care about birth I don't care about birthdays and truth be told I forgot the whole week before the whole month I mean just haven't thought about it. and uh, my daughter Tara said to me she goes well or, you know what do you do for your birthday tomorrow I was like what oh yeah August so anyway thank you very much for that it was very nice and um, just segue did you do something to your hair. No, I just don't know. Yeah, it looked. I cut it. Checking. Look at that! <laughs> Look at that! I didn't have it up yet, but I'm gonna put it way up. Oh. Well, there you go, ladies. Yeah. If, ladies, if you'd like. A oh, ball. I got a story for you. I've just reminded me of it. Sorry. Go ahead. About the hair, you reminded me of it. I know. I, I can tell. I went, I'm I can, so excited to tell you. I can tell by the way that my oh. sentence got smacked down. No, sorry, this is you'll love it. I'm going you'll to say, think. ladies, check out his hair, yeah. and if you'd like a moment. We're gonna put some music to it, and you can just have a little time for yourselves. There you yeah. go. You're up. Okay. God, I should have waited. <laughs> <laughs> I got too excited. I couldn't. Yeah, tell. The late, the, could. the gal Natasha. She she owns this place called Chad. That's where I went because I went and got my hair cut a couple days ago, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't like it. And so then I went to another place, and I go, freaking get this thing back up. I want a mohawk and dye it, and make it rad. Well, when I'm in there, she's got these big paintings like on the back wall one's Elvis and one's Cher and there's a couple other ones but I go are you a fan? She goes oh my god I just I'm a diehard Elvis fan I love Cher I'm like oh dude you freaking love Patty I was like man I gotta introduce you to this band and so oh man she's like when I told her we did Suspicious Minds she about died she, they, they, we were laughing we had a good time so anyway I wanted to bring that story up because I'm like 
It's not too often you see somebody having both those paintings like that. I know. Store wall, like in their business. If know? it was shared, Barbara Streisand, I'd, I'd break yeah. into the place just to just to hang out. But uh, so, give us the name of the place again. Shag. 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 S H A G. Shag Salon. Uh, that sounds like somewhere Chad would go. Yeah. Shag. It's in, it's in the woodlands. Yeah, they used to call him Shag Smalley back in back. In, anyway, uh, so uh, so so you'd recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool and. Uh, we were talking about Ireland, and then one of the gals in there, the lady's like, you should go. And I guess she travels all the time, and so I'm like, I want to send them info. Yeah. So, yeah. So shag in the woodlands. Shag in the woodlands. Shag anytime you can. Shag. Uh, it's a little longer name. Shag something. Shag salon. So terrible at remembering things. Ah, uh, yeah. Shag and shag. Uh, good. So you, so you say, I'm going for a shag, and the old lady goes, no, you get back here. Yeah. But I must. Boxy's like, where are you going? I'm like... Kroger? <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Chad, have you ever been to have you ever been to Shag in the Woodlands? Um, no, but I've heard good things. You've heard, <laughs> I know, it's a long way to go to just to get the armpits braided. It's my answer for everything. I know, I know. Um Yeah, it was super fun. Cool people. Yeah. But uh yeah. they're like, we're coming to see you when you guys play. Oh home. good, 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 good. Spread spread the word. Spread the gospel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she goes, because uh, I went in there, I was like, oh, man, I cut, you know, I was, I had cut my hair for probably seven or eight months, and I, I went in this, I went in there, and I go, ah, I cut my, the back of my hair off, and I hate it, and like a Karen bomb, and I go, they're like, I go, I need to get in tomorrow, I'm leaving for tour on Friday, <laughs> so it's Wednesday, and so then the owner gal heard me, and she goes, oh, I'll take him tomorrow, and so I'll, I'll Very cool. it up, so. I'll get it up for you guys. That's what she said. That's not it. Does anybody have a song to kill, or is it too early? Uh, yes. Let's kill. Yeah. Let's kill nothing but Aerosmith songs. Okay. Okay. Heidi, do you want to join we, in? No, she said, "Fuck you." Heidi's Heidi's in the back. She's uh, she's uh, sharpening her uh, her bow for tonight for anybody who gets in the way or tries to kick over her head or help their guitar. So, all right, we're sorry, Heidi. Um. Yeah, so let's kill. I'm, I'm going to kill loving the loving the elevator. I'm also going to kill uh, Janie's got a gun. I'm also going to oh. kill. Uh, <laughs> Dude I'll, looks like a lady. Dude, yes, good one. Oh yeah, good one. Sweet emotion. Sweet emotion. Don't good kill one. Sweet emotion. Good one. Good. Yes, I, I, like I fucking hate that. I, again, that's a but that's an Eagles. That's Eagles to me. You know, it's played so much. Yeah, yeah. Cool yeah, baseline, yeah. end of story. Um, yeah, I do you like that. any Aerosmith at all? Uh, no, Toys in the Attic would would be better with that with a different singer. Yeah. Uh, this is an REM cover actually much better than the original. Yeah, not an REM fan. Um, no, it's not what you would expect it. It sounds just like uh, sounds like Aerosmith would better. So, uh, Dream On, anybody? No, kill it. Uh, uh, what's the other? Walk, okay. walk this way. Oh. I'll, ta- I'll walk this way. I'll take the riff. I- with Run DMCs, or yeah, Run DMC. Cool. Okay, so we we agree that we can shine a light on that. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be. I think that was the first Aerosmith song I heard. Yeah, so this is going to be an orgy of kills. Of kills, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the version they did with Run DMC kill, is killery? so much better than yeah. the original. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh, what's, oh, what's that one? Uh, is it one of their ballads? I don't want to close my eyes. Is that? Uh, 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 I don't, to think it's don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, fuck that song. Fuck that song. God damn it, it's awful. Is that the one that's on Armageddon? 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I fucked that movie. Fuck that what? movie. Yes. You didn't like it? Yeah, yeah it, it's Sesame Street. It's, There's nothing, it, it's as predictable as Sesame Street. I live in a trash can. I'm going to count to two. Tickle my eye. Hey, this Stop it. Uh, I did. Huh? I liked it. Sorry. You did? Okay. I'm, 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 I'm harsh on movies. I'm harsh on movies. So. No. Yeah. Like you're not harsh on anything else. Yeah. I'm just. It's only movies, Chad. You know that. You guys are hurting my feelings. You guys are harsh on my feelings. I can only do shit. I can't take it. Shut up. <laughs> not true. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I don't think I know any more Aerosmith songs. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. And I'll, and I'll fix that. So, any, any more, Chad? Aerosmith? I, I can't. I, wasn't it the soundtrack? It's without, no, is that when I met you? Yes. Is that, is that the one you were just thinking? No, saying? no, the one I was saying. Uh, I don't know what the name of that song is. It's one of their stupid ballads. Yeah. yeah. So, Even so. Oh, uh, you. Yeah. Ragdoll. 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 Fuck that. They Fuck that. You, but you know what? And I will say, here's a, here's the thing oh, for all yeah. you Aerosmith songs. Good Aerosmith drums in that one. I kind of like that one. The drums are cool in that one. The, the, here's something for all you Aerosmith fans. As, 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 as the, think of this as an olive leaf that we've set on fire and wiped our asses with beforehand. Um, is uh, the ragdoll? I thought the idea was cool. I love that that kind of skiddy doobop. Yeah, that kind of jazzy kind of. So I did like that. And, and maybe it's the fact that it was completely overplayed and uh, really overproduced too. The really? horns and shit. And that and right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so Aerosmith, like a lot of those bands of, of its time, used used a songwriter called Desmond Child. I think that's his name. Desmond Child or Ch- Desmond Childs or Desmond Likes Child. I, I don't know. Um, there you go. He, uh, he, uh, so he co-wrote or wrote and he's just one of these hit makers he's just one of these guys that can he's uh, just popping him out yeah but you know he can you can say uh, give me a song about love he go okay here you go and he'll you know so I, I, like I said I don't know which ones that he wrote or co-wrote with them but he's just he's one of those bubblegum pop light 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 rock you know people that think they're heavy rock but they're actually light pop you know uh he, he, he would write for them and give them these massive hits yeah so they're the ones that were really overproduced and over uh, I think um, and that 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 bothers me in that you find a formula and you ride that formula all the way to the bank and people go oh no no they're great they're selling stadiums they go no you can't tell me and I can't tell you the, the names of all those top 40 hits that they had because of that you know what I mean yeah it's it just, just turned into a fucking machine machine yeah disgusting yeah so I don't I don't know I don't understand like look at you know David Bowie like freed himself from that 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 trap in the 80s you know beautifully so of course he he figured out how to get money from other yeah he got he got he's just a good businessman too so he started making some better decisions you yeah. all get a hundred dollars yeah I get one yeah. but yeah. that he he, he he fixed it so he was free to do whatever he wanted to do after Tim Machine yeah I heard I heard a great uh, I heard a great interview with uh, this Irish DJ called Dave Fanning and he had Phil Lynott on this is back in the day I think it was around the Chinatown town album uh, thing Lizzie's Chinatown album and Dave Fanning is uh, asking him asking Philo to bring the songs in you know to play the you know and uh, one of the ones one of the songs that Philo had picked 
was Ashes to Ashes by David Bowie. And uh, he just got so excited when oh, he cool. was, when, you know, he's a big Bowie fan. So that's great. <clears throat> and a thing that I've spoken about many, many times here on your beloved Slobbercast, um, your is is the that's very weird. <laughs> is the uh, the your eyes are off the screen. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So the 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 the, the fellow his love his love of music with not just the people that he knew, which. The, the topic has been discussed many times before. The the, the the network of like people that know Motorhead know that Philo and Lemmy were huge fan I mean fans of each other, but great friends. Yeah. They all knew each other. They all knew and they're throwing these names around like you would throw a, a, a title of an Aerosmith song around to kill, you know? It's just and and, and, and the, the the people that they would collaborate with was just astounding. Uh, Freddie Mercury and Montserrat Cabela, the, the 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 opera singer, that always comes to mind as a collaboration. It's like I wouldn't have guessed that, but it was perfect when it came out. But then Philo uh, collaborating with Midjour from Ultravox, and on all these Irish guys that all these Irish musicians that we now look at as gods, you know, Rory Gallagher and Gary Moore and stuff, they were all in this close proximity. I mean to each other and they knew each other and respected each other and loved I was just just amazing to hear and to see and to you know that this whole yeah just it's just it's beautiful it really is and if you're if you're not a Thin Lizzy fan I would I would say listen to um, listen to Black Rose or listen to Live and Dangerous if you like live records and it will change your mind it'll change your life and it's just one of the things that scares me as a musician is when I dig deep into a, a, a Thin Lizzy song, especially the older stuff, uh, Sit to or uh, uh, Black Boys on the Corner or uh, anything from Shades of a Blue Orphanage or just all that stuff was so intricate and there's so many layers to it versus the the three chord stuff that other people were banging out at that time, you know just very, very, very cool very great influences and, yeah. uh, magical stuff, anyway, sorry Tangent. Tangent. I love live records. Tangent. Huh? I love live records. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I'm a huge live record fan. Yeah, my good friend uh, Russell Pryor is hates live music. Hates live records. Why? He was, I don't know. And it was always a shock to me. I was always a. Uh, uh, I was always because he's such a great drummer. And he's like, hey, fuckers! Everybody speeds up once I get over. <laughs> this is the end. I know. They, uh, they, uh, they, they, they see you coming and, you know, back in the day, back when people knew how to fucking drive, you kind of edge over a little bit and you let them through. But no. They nice now they speed up. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to get there first. Give me that camera. I know. That camera, one second. So see, see the 18-wheeler? I don't know if you can see him in the rearview mirror. But he's he's trying to overtake the, the guy that was... Uh, yeah. So anyway, I was trying to get because <laughs> that guy, and that guy did the same thing too. He fucking sped up as soon as you, uh, yeah. as soon as you go by. Well, no, 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 no. I, I know I'm not doing the speed limit, but don't pass me. You shall not pass. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so welcome to Angelina, everybody. Angelina, as they call it here, the gynecologists. This is a big, big, big gynecologist town. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> do you guys want to stop and get checked? 
Uh, note to self New route yeah, I'm going to party with you guys Yeah So uh, So I've got a light to shine Come on That's not Aerosmith related Oh, oh no 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 um, He's leaving uh, the group <laughs> <laughs> But it's something I can't remember what I, I was talking about Living Color last week Our last show Yeah you never shut up about them um, Oh I was killing That's right I was killing uh, oh, I shown a lot of middleman And I was killing Lambert Boys I was listening to that album again, uh, Vivid, first one, and I, cause I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and I'd forgotten about some of those tracks. Do you remember the song Desperate People? Oh, yeah. And I, I, that song. I hadn't I heard it in so long, I was like, God, how did I... I must have been really stinty, because I think I, w- I was always skipping to the songs I really liked. Like, I'd listen to Middleman, then I'd skip ahead to Open Letter to a Landlord and Funny Vibe. And so I don't I don't really remember listening to Desperate People too much. Desperate People is a fucking amazing song, man. Also, their cover of the Talking Heads song Memories Can't Wait is fucking again just absolutely fucking incredible. It's why I, th- I was going to say I think it's probably the best cover of any song, like the, the best cover version that I think that actually improves upon the original in a way that nobody could have predicted. And it's but it's also it's still really respectful of the original while completely taking it to, totally different place than the original was. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess if I was going to shine a light, um, I was listening to uh, uh, Randolph's Tango by Phil. Phil, I, I just there's so many there's so many great numbers, but it's uh, obviously his uh, his solo stuff really got mowed over by the Thin Lizzy stuff he, he's so uh, the, the Thin Lizzy stuff was just it's everywhere you know it's 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 in places where you would be shocked to find we, we, we play Thin Lizzy at a show and people that seem to be that to, to me would seem to be too old to appreciate that were huge Lizzy fans and it's shocking to me how Fast that, you know, how uh, fast, excuse me, fast the, the, you know, their their reach was and is. And they would have been so much bigger had their tours of America not tanked uh, because of health, because of band members leaving, because of, you know, they're just the, the worst, worst, worst luck with uh, tours in America. So they, they never really got to, to go and see them. And if you have seen them, I know a lot of our friends have seen them in concert. They just, they never forget it, and they'll, you know, yeah. you know, just grab grab hold of you, they grab hold of your life for. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a good shine. Um, I've been listening to. I know I've shined a light on this album before. The band Unwritten Law, kind of a, you know, pop punk band. Yeah, but man, I just I freaking love that band. And so I've been listening to their Seeing Red album, and that song. If you shine a light on Seeing Red, if you like that kind of music. I highly recommend it. Alright. Yeah. I've been listening to them. I've still been listening to a ton of Space Hog. And I'm just like, good stuff in it. I can't stop. You know, I'm just, I'm just hooked. So I've been listening to songs just on repeat. I'm like, man, this is great. I love when I get on repeat. When songs, yeah. I'm just like, I can listen to it 10 times back to back. And I'm like, yes. So you listen for different things. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm on the drums. Or then I'm listening to the lyrics. Yeah. I'm listening to and, but the guitar. You start Yeah, there's no slouch. Songs. There's no yeah. slouch in that. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's be my shout out. That's a good one. Space Hog. 
reminded me of something else. Oh, so I, I watched uh, another Oasis. Speaking of feuds, I watched another Oasis thing. You know where they're slagging the brothers are slagging each other, and I don't even know if they're together or not, or if they're good. You know, but they <laughs> that that to me was such a. You know, we're talking about Desmond Child finding his his uh, finding his his recipe, his formula. Thank you, goddamn. Uh, his finding his formula for those hit songs and just mass and to me Oasis kind of jumped on that they were always huge Beatles fans and they kind of just took that took not that took a few elements from that and made a career on it and all their songs uh, Don't Look Back in Anger uh, She's Electric you know that that Morning Glory record it's just there's nothing that could be more uh, uh, we'd like to do some Beatles for you know yeah. you know style um, and but Space Hog has it too, but they completely redid it because they did it in the glam. Well, yeah, every song is, is like a, a crazy hybrid of all that stuff. T Rex, yeah. Bowie, yeah, Queen, Queen, yeah, you know all that stuff. But it's just beautifully done. Yeah, you, you really can hear, you can hear the the influences, but it's not jumping out at you like like. Um, I, and I, again, I don't even know the band. I, I've just heard uh, Greta Van Fleet's stuff. Uh, you know, I've just heard snippets of it. It's just complete Zeppelin carbon copy stuff with the lines smudged a little bit. But again, I, 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 I can't even say that that's the that that's the formula. Um, yeah, ACDC, same one formula. Stick with it, never change. Yeah, with the guys that are the best at that. Yeah, Ramones. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Phil Coulter, you all like back there. <laughs> now we're in Lufkin. Lufkin, a Sabbath, I guess, to a degree. Although they were pretty adventurous as well. Yeah, well, and they I, had a lot of different gears. To me, everything went out the window when Ronnie James Dio came in. Yeah, Every, you know, all the all that Iron Man stuff switched to that Mob Rules kind of yeah sound, and obviously Vinnie Appice and. Oh, Vinny's been on our show. That's Next. Right. Yeah. She's like, can you think of a, a cover song that's better than the original? Yes. Can I think of one that's... Um, well, I guess it doesn't doesn't really count when the band does it again. You know, like when they re- re- when they recorded Don't so Believe a World. Their own song. And they did it. Yeah, they redid it. Beefed it up. It was definitely better. Then Lizzie, they did Don't Believe a Word. And then they, 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 they jazzed it up and it was... Oh, yeah, it's very, very, very good. Uh, you can also hear it on Live and Dangerous too. They they started like they wrote it originally. It was a it was a slow blues, and it turned into that rocking. So very, very good. Um, yeah, we could cover that. was better than the rest. I, uh, well, just a blanket, a blanket thing would be. Uh, Slayer did a bunch of. They did an album of punk songs that we did, and I thought oh. everything was better on that. Uh, I would say pretty much any cover of a Velvet Underground song is better than the original. Yeah, <laughs> that's <not. laughs> so. Yeah, Bob. A lot of Bob Dylan covers are better than the original ones for damn sure. And, it, and is that just the vocal, or is that just the the addition of? I yeah, I think it's, uh, it has a lot to do with the vocals because he, but especially his early stuff, Dylan was was not doing much as far as instrumentation or production or stuff he was just him and his guitar 
Yeah. That, was just, that was a stick, you know, that's why people dug him. Yeah. So then it was from that, like, things like all along the watchtower and stuff got taken to completely different yeah. places by other people. Tambourine Man, you know, all that stuff. The only thing I could think of is Weird Al. <laughs> I was like... Oh. That was like the first thing I popped in my head. That's kind of a different. He's like he's uh, like his own category. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm just not a parody fan. Yeah. Don't like that stuff. Have you heard of the band Me First and the Gimme Gimmies? No. Are you making that up? I might. That's all they do is just different covers, but it's oh. like Fat Mike from No Effects is in it. It's kind of like a mix of different bands. Well, what about uh, what about uh, the 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 Golden Classics by uh, by. Ween. Oh, okay. Not, not covers, but <laughs> definite. They did. They did a whole, a whole album of songs in the style of other other people. Yeah, yeah. They have a thin. Oh no, that was yeah. Is that, is that is that that uh, Gabrielle? Is Gabrielle. That on, oh my god, that's on that record. Yes. God, that's such a great. That's a, one of the best Thin Lizzy songs they never wrote. Yeah. yeah oh my, my 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 yeah the yeah, yeah. God, so good. Um. Yeah, look that up, kids. If you're if you are a Thin Lizzy fan, look up Gabrielle by Ween. What I don't a mean to be so insolent. Yeah, it's just because I love you, man. It's uncanny. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, so good. Uh, okay, uh, covers that are better. That's gonna be have. That's gonna have to be a running. Yeah, that's gonna be a running topic because that's a. That's that a was spurned when I was listening to the Living Colors talking heads cover. Yeah. Yeah, now you'll come across them. Okay, well, well, and I really do like the original too. They, yeah, obviously you do. You that's you never stop talking about. Um, uh, but the easiest, the easiest one is the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing in the in the world to do is to pick out worse versions. Like when somebody oh, when when somebody does it note for note and they don't change anything. Yeah, like Harrison. You know, and, and they don't. Ah, you know, winners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't change anything. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's there's a way to do that. I would say like the Beatles had a lot of the Beatles covers. The Beatles have a lot of covers that are better than the original. Their early, their early stuff. That's how they got their teeth cut. But uh, they would do very respectful covers of the originals, but they would kick it up a notch, like make it much more energetic, much more uh, much more rocking. Yeah, you know, much more enthusiastic, and so forth. Yeah, and and the, the the reason why I say it's the easiest thing in the world to do is to to uh, make fun of and cut down and to kill cover songs that are worse. And the, the reason why I say that is is any time you stop, which we did a few minutes ago, we stopped at a country store in a, any small town USA, and they're playing that either Jesus, oh God, it was terrible. that yeah, that Jesus music or at, or the. They're doing the cheese music or the covers of the country, you know, the classic country songs. You know, the I, I, I can't think of any of the names. You know, like say like a George Jones or a, any of them, Merle Haggard, any of those songs. And you hear them, and when they're done with that that computerized harmony crap vocals, yeah, you know that, that that's how they redo the songs. Yeah, that should, I mean, if if I could. Which question upcoming? If I could, if I was in charge, all that stuff would be outlawed. No, never. Again, you can't even sing. You can't even hum in the shower. I nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. So, uh, so I ask you again today, Slapper Day number six six six. 
you own the world. First thing you do, go. Go. What are you doing? I just did it. I just told you. I killed. I, I outlawed. No, no auto tune or no auto tune, but and no re, no redoing a song, old country songs as pop country. Oh, I know. All right, go for it. Go yeah, it's, it's just all that crap that they're calling country. You can't call it country anymore. So I just did that. You have to yeah, call I feel like that was the same. All right, shit. it is. But we to came. Yeah. Where did I go? Is that exactly what you said? Similar. No, I'm just messing. All right, so go I'm, ahead. I'm on the same same ticket. We have to do something with music? No. You uh, own the world. Do what the fuck you want. Do what you want? What does Philo say? Do anything you want to. Fuck it. Everybody gets all the Thin Lizzy albums. That's mandatory. Yes. Okay. See what I try to do there? Try to get a point. All right. Plus one right there. Yeah. That's what you get. Just, just show up in the mail. Here you go. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's very fair. Mm-hmm. I like the way it's... Uh, it's, you know, everybody gets versus yeah. you're. I mean, no, you're not allowed. Yeah, fucking AC, yeah. CDs, yeah. yeah, weed, VD. I'm pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, so sustainable, but it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi, you ready? No, she's not ready. Um, I guess we're gonna miss Heidi on on, on this on this cybercast. But she uh, she told me to tell you all that she likes you very very much. That's what she said. And Kelly uh, G. Yeah, no, she said motherfucker. Oh. She said, I like all you motherfuckers. Is that what she said that one time? Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. She said, motherfucker, the whole fucking... <laughs> <laughs> we were all like, what the... Yeah, I, I think the most... Did we vic- all start laughing? No, yeah. we were all like in shock. It's shock, yeah. In shock. <laughs> well, because the most vicious thing she had said up until then was vegan. <laughs> right? So much. He's not wrong. Don't let that one die. No, 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 no. Ain't no motherfucker gonna forget that. So, check out blackers.com. We got a lot of uh, places coming up. Austin, you've asked for us back. Well, we're gonna get close. We're going back to the Cork and Barrel in uh, Round Rock. We're uh, we're in talks with a place in San Antonio. Emily, did you hear that? So, um, fingers crossed on that. And then uh, got a bunch of cool stuff coming up in Louisville. We're gonna be doing Louisville just outside of town. <laughs> What do we do? Louisville outside. Easy. It's close to Fort Worth. How about that? There you go. Not walking distance, but wanking distance. So, uh, yeah, that's it, right? Do we have anything else? We've got great. Oh, the, the, the tour. I talked to Dennis, uh, Denny Boy from Docks Tours of Ireland. He is, he's, he's ecstatic. We had a few more people coming along. And uh, another Doc. Believe it or not, it's signing up. Our, our friend Doc Doherty called me the other day. Oh. And he said, "Yeah." So, uh, and then uh, our favorite attorney, Brian McNamara. If you're looking to, uh, if you don't like pina coladas and you don't like uh, get caught in the rain, yeah, get caught in the rain and junk food and champagne. If you have ever, and uh, you just get to uh, go see our friend Brian McNamara in Kingwood, and he'll sort you out. He'll send you home with everything. She'll get nothing. He'll get nothing. Wait, what? Right. No, he's a great. He's a, he's a he's a family practice lawyer, and he's one of the best. But he called me from San Antonio yesterday at the place called the Cottage in San Antonio. Was playing our music on repeat. Oh, and he said, "Have you ever played here?" I said, "Never heard of it." So thank you, Brian, and thank you, uh, thank you, Cottage. I guess the Cottage in San Antonio. They own uh, Waxy O'Connor's on the bo- on the Riverwalk. Ah, so 
It's very cool. Very nice to hear that. Um, yeah, so that, that's going to be it. Um, we are going to have we're going to have this the first part of our interview. The winners on this second part upcoming, and then uh, we're also going to we're still going to be on the road by the time you see uh, Slapper Slapper Slippy Cast, and uh, but you know check out our, all our social media pages and stuff. We're going to be have some really really fun stuff, and if you see any photographs from this tour, you'll notice that we are playing. Not just drums, we're playing the top of the line drums now. We have SJC with us and they're a proud sponsor. And we're proud to play, aren't we? Hell yeah. Matt and who else? Matt. Matt? Yeah. Matt did all our work and everything here before the tour. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Good folks and great, great gear. I can't wait for you to see pictures of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'd give you the unboxing, but um, one of uh, Turbo's employees ate one of the drums. So we're, uh, we're we're down at the thing, but there will be a there will be a ceremony, right? Yeah. Is that public knowledge or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So yeah, look for that. We got one piece, and then we'll be yes. launching it. And thank you, Jay Holland, in advance and forever. I had to put new tires on the van because Jay put new tires on it last time. I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get them first. He's a sweetheart, the nicest guy. So Jay, Jill, Kyle, and Kate Holland in. Omaha, Nebraska. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be seeing you all very soon. So by the time you see this, we'll be a lot older, a lot uglier, and uh, a lot louder. So um, check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you. See ya.